If you've ever been in one, it can be pretty scary to feel like you're headed into a slump in golf. That's a place you never want to be. But the good news is that it can be avoided. You just have to know the warning signs and the steps to get back on track fast. That's why in this episode, I share the top six ways to get out and stay out of a slump in golf. She Talks Birdie is for you, the golf enthusiast who wants to discover how to play the game you love better, smarter, and more effortlessly. If that sounds like exactly what you need to take your game to the next level, then I'm so glad you stopped by. My name is Dr. Shannon Reese, and in each episode, we'll take a look behind the curtain in your mind to uncover the simple mindset strategies that will help you play great. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to episode 12 of the podcast. I'm Dr. Shannon Reese, and I can't wait to teach you how to get out of a slump if you're currently stuck in one, or how to stay out of a future one by following some simple strategies. The scary part of a slump centers around the unknowns, not knowing exactly how you fell into one, not knowing exactly how to get out of one, and not knowing how long you might be stuck in one. Slumps can feel like getting lost in the Bermuda Triangle with no way out in sight. So we're on the same page. According to the definition, a slump is a period of substantial failure or decline. Slumps in golf can manifest in several different ways, like feeling burned out or bored with your game experiencing a score plateau, being regularly frustrated by the inconsistency of your game, or struggling with a chronic technical flaw in your swing. The most common type of slump that motivates golfers to seek my help is the chronic technical flaw. I am often told I am their last hope because they've tried everything else to fix the issue with little or no success. They finally conclude that it must be a problem with their mindset. Have you ever wondered whether your swing challenges are due to your mechanics or your mindset? There's a simple way to find out. If you can hit the shot in question well at the range and even on the course from time to time, the issue is not with your technical ability. Your challenge with inconsistency stems from poor, inconsistent, and likely very unproductive thoughts that are rippling through your swing action. Some golfers get so entrenched in a technical slump that it can turn into the dreaded case of the yips. I hate hearing, much less using, the why word. It's really just your fears manifesting in your swing. So let's call it fear. I've helped lots of golfers free themselves of their fear with putting, chipping, and even the fear of getting off the tee. I want to eliminate the chances of this situation happening to you by pointing out the warning signs that could indicate you might be headed into a slump. Perhaps you've been experiencing more frequent pressure and anxiety with a particular club or shot situation. Maybe you're constantly tinkering with your swing when things aren't going well and are finding that the changes are very short-lived, requiring more tinkering. Maybe you're feeling weighed down and frustrated by all the misses and higher-than-normal scores over the past several weeks. 
Or perhaps you have high expectations and a strong desire to play well, but are constantly waiting to see if your game decides to show up. Everything I just listed is a reflection of a bad mental game habit. Bad mental game habits can lead to lengthy slumps and discontent with your game. Think about it. You can't dig your way out of a hole. If you keep repeating the same bad mental habits, you'll remain stuck and continue to lose ground in your game. To help you avoid this in your game, let's get to the heart of this episode and focus on the most important recovery and prevention strategies you need to have in your game. These six strategies will help you get out of a slump and help you stay out of one in the future. Though I refer to them as strategies, I want you to think about them as steps in a sequence. These are not a one-and-done proposition. They are steps you want to follow at the first sign of trouble in your game so that something minor doesn't become a major obstacle for you. Here we go. Step number one, recognize where you are. What I mean is know whether you're in a growth or a maintenance phase in your game. You're in a growth phase whenever you're working on a swing change, breaking in a new club, learning a new shot or some other focused activity designed to advance your game. You can become vulnerable to a slump if you feel like your game is always in a state of flux. A maintenance phase is the time during which you focus on playing the game with the skills you've developed to date. This is when you work on building and playing with trust. You learn how to embrace the natural ebbs and flows of your swing so you never feel as though you lack a swing you can play well with. You need to carve out time for growth when you can set aside a period free of competitive rounds. Give yourself space to learn and grow without having the pressure to perform and score. If you're in a slump, you've got to give yourself grace to be in a growth phase for as long as it takes to work yourself back to a state of maintenance and trust. This will be the first step to you working your way out. So embrace the season in which you find yourself so that you can approach it with the appropriate focus. Step number two, have a progress game plan. Following step number one, This second step is about practicing and playing with purpose. The opposite is just going with the flow, figuring it out as you go, essentially flying by the seat of your pants and hoping for the best. If you're serious about improving your game, you've got to have a game plan. The kind of game plan you map out will look different depending on whether you're in a growth or a maintenance phase in your game. Your progress game plan will have two parts to it, one that outlines the big picture of where you want to go, and one that breaks that down into actionable pieces that point you to the how of how you're going to get there. For more information on transforming your goals into winning action, be sure to go back and check out episode number 10. The big picture plan outlines the goals you wish to achieve over a specific period of time. Your game plan might span a quarter, a season, or an entire year. The most important part of this step is breaking the big goals into those actionable bite-sized pieces that show you the actions you need to take in order to achieve those goals. 
Big goals help you clarify what you want to accomplish. Your action steps will guide you all the way to the finish line. Whether you're in a growth or maintenance phase, you need a game plan to maintain forward momentum. This will protect you from the stagnation that could lead you right into a slump. If you are in a slump right now, you're going to need a game plan to work your way out of it. Start by setting small, attainable goals to get some quick, small wins under your belt. And be sure to celebrate every one of those wins to begin shifting your attention to repeating more success. Step number three, love your game right where it is. This step is also intimately tied to where you are, whether you're in a growth or a maintenance phase. Either way, in order to protect yourself from a slump, you must learn to appreciate the game you have today in the state it's in today. If you're in a slump, that can be a tall order. I get that. But it's not impossible. You have to train yourself to see the bright side of the game you have because you can't climb out of a slump with the weight of negativity holding you down. Golfers get stuck when they fixate on the gap between where they are and where they wish they were. The ideal outlook is to celebrate and take pride in how far you've come to date. When you're in a slump, you tend to operate with a serious habit of criticizing everything you do wrong. Self-criticism can become your knee-jerk reaction to any shot that isn't exactly what you hoped it would be. Shining your mental spotlight on your mistakes makes you more likely to repeat them. So change might be in order. Rather than striving for perfection and nitpicking your game to death, try focusing on measuring what you're doing right and pursuing quality in how you prepare for every shot. Your thoughts create your shots. Therefore, your thoughts about your shots better be positive and constructive if you want to start seeing better results. Progress in this step is possible when you are committed to shaping a new perspective of yourself and your game. Catch yourself the minute you entertain negative thoughts and find something positive to focus on instead. It will be challenging at first, but become far easier the more you practice it. See every positive thought as a rung on the ladder you're building to lift you out of the slump you might be in. Step number four, leave the past behind. Step number three will be impossible if you can't let go of the past. You might be unwilling to let go of the golfer you once were, or even the past struggles you've been enduring. But to get out of and stay out of a slump, you have to let go of anything that is keeping you stuck. When working with clients on their encore strategy, I teach them the importance of wiping the slate clean following every shot using a specific post-shot routine. In order to move your game forward, you need to wipe the slate clean when it comes to your past, too. A past-centered focus just keeps your mind trapped in a part of your game you can't do anything to change. You can't move forward when your eyes and your mind are on the rearview mirror. Keep your attention and energy centered on the things you can control and the direction you actually want your game to go. Follow the steps of your game plan and celebrate every advancement no matter how small. Step number five, be meticulous. 
Wasn't the Ryder Cup amazing? The thing that stood out to me the most was the U.S. team's dedication to the quality and consistency of their approach to every shot. They were under tremendous pressure, playing on their home turf, on an unforgiving course, yet they cut through all those potential debilitating distractions by being meticulous. The devil is in the details, and while you may think you have a great pre-shot routine, if you're in a slump or are showing signs of one, then that's not true. The next best step to learning how to get out of and stay out of a slump is to simplify and refine your mental pre-shot routine. It is a mental routine, more than it is a set of things you do physically. So make sure that your routine engages your mind from start to finish and produces the kind of thinking that sets the stage for success again and again. Golfers get into trouble with their routines when they become convoluted by clutter. The most common type of clutter is negative thoughts that make you vulnerable to self-doubt and fear of failure. A good mental routine shields you from that kind of interference. Make sure your routine creates an environment from which you are always getting true feedback about how you're playing. Golfers tend to only examine shot outcomes to assess their performance, but there's so much more that occurs in how you mentally prepare for the shot that provides much more valuable feedback. A good routine focuses your mind on the simple things about every shot so you can address the ball with confidence, zero tension, and a quiet mind in order to swing freely. A good routine will provide you the security you need to trust your game and steer clear of doubt that could lure you into a slump. Step number six, stay on top of the important parts of your game all year long. Are you a snowbird or someone who isn't able to play consistently all year round? Being sidelined by an unexpected injury applies here too. You can easily prevent the onset of a slump after a hiatus from the game by continuing to work on the important parts of your game when you aren't able to play. Have you ever felt a little rusty hitting the range or the course following an extended break? I've worked with a lot of golfers who, in response to rustiness, started to worry about how much ground they'd lost and how long it might take to get back. This kind of concern can morph into something real and really problematic, so don't let your thoughts go there. This final step is a great way to prevent yourself from sliding into a slump by positioning you to pick up right where you left off. No matter how long you might be away from your game, you can take steps to maintain it. For example, you can engage in other physical activities to maintain your strength, flexibility, and conditioning for golf. You can review the course you commonly play to keep the finer points of your strategy top of mind. You can swing a club or even putt indoors using a long metal ruler. That putting idea is from a member of my Confident Golf Club. Shout out to Juan Gutierrez, who wrote a great book called Make More Putts. You should check it out on Amazon. And lastly, you can use your imagination to replay the good shots you've hit to stay connected to your memory of your good swing feel. When you know you're going to be away from the game for an extended period of time, be sure to carve out 
extra time on your schedule to actively maintain your skills in the important areas of your game. Remember that slumps are just the result of falling into bad habits. You can work your way out of one with the focus steps I've outlined. By doing so, you will also begin creating the right habits that will keep you from falling into one down the road. If you're interested in learning more about how you can develop your mental game skills to play with more confidence and better results, head over to trainingfooroptimalperformance.com forward slash club. That's trainingfooroptimalperformance.com forward slash club. And be sure to join the waitlist. Then watch your inbox to check out the free resources that I send you to help you get off to a great start. Now let's quickly review the top six ways to get out of and stay out of a slump. Number one, recognize where you are. Number two, have a progress game plan. Number three, love your game right where it is. Number four, leave the past behind. Number five, just like those amazing Ryder Cup players, be meticulous. And number six, make sure that you stay on top of the important parts of your game all year long. If you have any questions or comments on this episode, please leave them for me on my website where you can review the show notes. The place where you'll find that is at trainingfooroptimalperformance.com forward slash zero one two and I'd love to hear from you. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider heading over to iTunes to rate this podcast and to leave me a review. It's the best way to support this podcast and enable me to keep providing you with the actionable content you need to play great. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the She Talks Birdie podcast, what are you waiting for? That'll guarantee you won't miss a single juicy episode. I'll be back soon. Until next time, get out there and play great.